We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing that. Let's get into it. If there's anything that could be haunted, for sure that what? fucking chair's haunted. Then again, the internet always wins. The internet always wins. Searching around about uh, this dock I found. Let's be frank, there's piss on the floor. So do you have me, uh, Tyler here, joined by Mitch and Christian? Hello. Hi. Sorry, I was eating a, t- <laughs> a tangerine. So typically, that's me. T- typically, he's eating you. No, typically oh. I'm yeah, eating. Oh. <laughs> I'm just perpetually stuffing my face full of food. Gotcha. So yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to the doc because that could get awkward. Voyage. Vo- vo- I guess we were supposed to watch or we had two so yeah so that were suggested for everyone that listened to last week's episode uh we interviewed nick Re- um i was gonna say nick reynolds but no it was nick ryan yes um this uh this episode we were watching a documentary uh directed by emer reynolds that's where yes. i got the mix okay up. that's okay but anyway, so so nick Both ryan fine uh, irish people nick ryan uh directed the summit which we watched for uh-huh. last week's episode uh-huh um and he suggested two documentaries when we asked him. Yes. So he suggested uh, "Don't Stop Believing" and "Every Man's Journey." Yes. We initially which, chose. Yeah, uh, which Don't we couldn't. Believing. We couldn't find mm-hmm. uh, online. Yeah, it's a tough um, one. It's restricted by country again. Yeah, and uh, you know, no disrespect to uh, uh, Ramona and uh, the film "Don't Stop Believing," mm-hmm. um, but I am so fucking glad we decided not to watch that and decided to go with this choice. Yeah, yeah I'm not the biggest fan of Journey. Even no, even that, I didn't. Like, I kind of briefly looked into the story, and I was like, "Oh man, like Steve Perry die? That's why they got this guy." Mm-hmm. But I was like, "Oh no, he just... I don't know. Something happened where he's he just not left. in the band anymore." Yeah. So well, I was like, "Like oh, like oh. a lot of bands go through. Someone leaves, and they. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, no matter if you're a fan of Journey or not, I think it's still a cool story. Like, yeah, it is the, pretty. This neat. guy got discovered off YouTube. Yeah." But this doc that we watched, The Farthest, uh, yeah. again, like I said, directed by Emer Reynolds yep. uh, from 2017, fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was really, really well done, and it was about a subject matter I did not think that we would get to talk about yeah. on this podcast. So for for those listening that don't know what it's about, uh, essentially The Farthest is uh, about um, the Voyager spacecraft. Mission, uh, yeah. Yeah, yes. and... Uh, you know the Voyager one and two that were sent out to make near passes of uh, all the other uh, gas giants, mm-hmm. um, and really, it's the first man-made object to leave our solar system. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I mean, space is such a cool topic in its own right. Mm-hmm. It's like minus uh, two hundred thirty-five degrees Celsius. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like, I you get a timeout. Uh, Shut the fuck up. Admittedly, like. I, I love everything space related. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I I, I could see. Yeah, I could sit. Into, we're gonna get into some Thai sci here. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Okay. <laughs> I forgot about Thai sci. Um, <laughs> this is a Thai high, a Thai sci heavy episode. Yeah. But yeah, like I I could sit and talk about space or watch stuff about space all the time. Um, I know you guys aren't 
the biggest Disney fans, but uh, on Disney Plus, I've been wa- watching The Right Stuff, uh, which is basically a, a show about uh, the first, like, the Mercury missions. Oh, cool. Uh, like, okay. um, John Glenn, um, Al Shepard, all those guys. They all went to Mercury. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> um, no. They took Mercury and went crazy. Yeah. So, oh. so anyway, it's like they did a dramatized series based yeah. on the book, the right stuff about about that mission. I'm sure it's cool because that shit oh. was nuts. Because it's just like, hey man, get in this thing that we made that yeah. might blow up. So we gotta test it. So yeah, get so in there, kid. Basically, it was. Uh, it's about that whole mission, and then Jesus. after that, the first season ended. Um, they came out with a documentary, basically called the Real Right Stuff. Mm-hmm. And it shows like it's the documentary, nice. not the dramatized version. Is of it, it better than the dramatized version? Yeah, it's just different, right? Yeah. Like dramatized, like you know, we've all watched, uh, you know, like war TV shows, like Band of Brothers. Dramatized, like yeah, great. It's good entertainment. It's it's fun oh. to watch. And huh. that's funny you should say Band of Brothers yeah. because someone hasn't seen it. <laughs> I, I don't respect it. I don't believe it happened. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, it, it's different watching a movie about war or a documentary about war, right? Like, yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, it's it just brings with it um, a different kind of overarching atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. When you watch a, a movie like Dunkirk or 1917 or Band of Brothers as a yeah. show, mm-hmm. uh, you go into it knowing that fact that this is entertainment for entertainment's right. purpose. But when it's a documentary, something like "They Shall Not Grow Old" or the real right stuff, yeah, dude, yeah, it just it changes how you approach your viewing. Yeah, like it, yeah, you would really like Band of Brothers, man, because like it's like a dramatized hour, yeah. and then there's like 15, 20 minutes of the dudes being like, "Oh yeah, I was like, this is like what the episode covered of them talking about." Like they essentially give the real life corroboration. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Like, this really happened. Like when they're in the Ardennes, they're like, "Oh man, that shit was so fucking cold." Yeah. And anytime I get cold, I think of that. And you're like, holy shit! Yeah, I have always wanted to watch it. Um, but yeah, like, so like, you know, again, going back to like, I'll watch anything about space. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> even it, um, even yeah, to the fact that like bringing up Ty Sai a few episodes ago, we were joking that I love everything aliens uh, related and uh, uh, paranormal, Bigfoot shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, not that this is even remotely close. Cause, you know, I'm the first to admit that the show Ancient Aliens is like a <laughs> kind of a, it's it's hey like man. it's like science fiction crack for me. Like mm, yeah, it, you know, I I, see that. I don't believe a whole heck of a lot of it, but it's cool mm-hmm. theory to yeah to it's watch like and, the and think about sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Easily so, consumed. You know, so like kind of ranging on on a scale from like Ancient Aliens to this, like. I'll watch anything that has to do with space. I, I love yeah. space movies, yeah. um, everything. Yeah. Um, what about Space Jam? You like that film? Space Jam was one of my favorites. Man, yeah, are you sto- okay. stoked for the new okay. one coming out? Yeah. Yeah. That shrug <laughs> of disdain. That was like, awesome. No. Uh, <laughs> under your you breath. Like, again. F- fuck LeBron. Again. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I'm a huge Disney fan, so I think they're... Oh, no, it's not even Disney. It's Warner Brothers. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, never mind. So, yeah, whatever. Doesn't <laughs> Disney own yes. them? I don't, whatever. I don't know it if they own matter. Warner Brothers now, but anyways. Who cares? Um, but yeah, this shit was cool, man. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of things that I was like, whoa, that would be cool just to be, like, in the control room. Or, like, Christian and Nate and I and Christian's buddy Anthony watched this, and we were just like, man, how cool would that be to be a kid in Florida 
just chilling, like watching rockets go the fuck up right. in the air. And like that's like that's well, so cool. And the fact that, you know, um they talk about it in the documentary, like, yeah, you know the technology going into these two spacecrafts is as much as we have in our pocket. And he's like, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about a cell phone. I'm talking about the fucking key fob for your car. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess fundamentally that is the transmission yeah. operation. That's, so that's like, the machinery. So the technology mm. going into that spacecraft in 1977, yeah. they launched it, yeah. um, is the same technology in the fucking key fob for your car. Yeah. Like that, that's mind blowing. Like the most advanced shit would have been the propellant, right? Like the yeah. motor. Cause yeah. it was like well, likely. nuclear and, or and some shit. The, the technology to rotate the camera, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Yeah. If know. those are like gimbals, those are serious fucking gimbals. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Well, and the fact like during the documentary, they talked about when, you know, when they passed, uh, I believe Saturn. it was Saturn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they started getting transmissions back and it was just, black pictures just empty mm-hmm. space and you're like yeah what the hell's wrong and they realize that oh shit it's frozen up we and they you know rocked the the gears back and forth to get it lubricated and and kind of break that gimbal free or the the gears free so yeah. it can turn back around and, and get some pictures mm-hmm. which um, it, i guess it probably yeah it would have been definitely like hard gears so like yeah yeah that's so crazy i mean yeah. obviously like it showed video footage of gears whether Obviously, that's not the gears from the actual Voyager, yeah. but yeah, it kind of shows kind of the the yeah the CGI in this was done really well. Like it was cool. Yeah, there was like, a lot of stellar yeah B roll footage too. Yeah, like um, the there was a shot of a drill press when they were talking about actually manufacturing right. The, yeah, like the craft. There was yeah. a shot of a drill press. There was these gears. It was a really well edited and directed film. This like it was it was the best content I think we've seen so far mm-hmm. for me at least like Voyager's like pretty close to my heart actually it's about thirteen point six billion miles away from my heart but again shut up for a second it's uh, it's really it's really nice to see this sort of content but then also uh, like performed really really well right um, it was a quality quality documentary because yeah. sometimes we've seen. Uh, Stories, I guess, in some different contexts, but Dear Zachary, that like technically that was like a piece of shit. That was a terrible documentary, mm-hmm. but like camera wise, audio wise, it was pretty mediocre. Like, I think someone at Loyalist College could produce a better documentary nowadays. But this, and like, but the content, like Mitch said, like you could have Sto- yeah. the greatest yeah. story and film it on a potato camera and it would be a great documentary, yeah, like Dear Zachary. But yeah. this. The content was out of this world. <laughs> also, Jesus. But, sorry. sorry also, this is very easily could have been presented in a way that you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. Like, these are just mega mm-hmm. smart people yeah. talking about shit that like six people in the world really right. understand. Well, so for it to be broken down and kind of presented in this way was like, oh, man. So to that this point, is fucking wicked. to that point, interviewing these people like. I would feel completely out of my element because yeah. yeah, I have no yeah. fucking clue. So like you, you know, put some aluminum in a foil and then this thing's yeah. in space. What's that but, like? So like during in the documentary, it shows they they have like kind of not daily but press conferences to kind of update the press on um, what the spacecraft is seeing, you yeah. know, everything like that. Yeah, and it shows a clip of of one of the press saying, 
uh, yeah, can you explain that again? Yeah. But, uh, so we can understand. Yeah, maybe and a little slower. And yeah. he's like, I, I thought it was going slow. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this was for you, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, these guys are, and women, there, there was, you know, lots of women on yeah. the team, mm-hmm. um, you know, are so intelligent mm-hmm. that, you know, I can't even fathom. You know, like, I, I know I've not gone to school for anything. I mean, I couldn't. Um, you know, I, I consider myself a fairly smart guy. But not even fucking in the universe, <laughs> yeah. uh, as these people like. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's just crazy. Yeah, well, and to understand it. To but then again, it's like they would just be like, "Oh, you just start here yeah. and like break it down in a way that you can understand it, and then but like stuff like, will just all make yeah. sense." Like to, this yeah. is their full time job. They wake up sure. every day, and this is what they're thinking about. This is an ongoing project. This wasn't just a three month job in yeah. their normal job. Some people were hired on, and like this became their career over the course of the next ten years was to design the Voyager mission. Sure, no, yeah. but they didn't even have ten years to to design it. No, like they, that's true. Yeah. They had what, like two years, if that? I, I yeah, it was around that. I, th- I, I don't remember exactly. I feel like it was, you know, this is terrible that we we just watched this and we don't remember all the details. But uh, it like, was a long movie. It was two hours. I mean, what's it? Yeah, like yeah. the I feel like. They said it was like a matter of months, so that they had to plan and put this together because they're like, "That's oh, fucking crazy." That oh, hey, it like, worked. The the planets were aligned this way to make this work 176 years ago. Yeah, and that's and coming this up. is the the only time that we can do this <sighs> for the next 176 years. Jesus so like, Christ, we got to get this, and we got to like this has to happen, um, which is insane. That graphic that they continued to show of the Voyager 1 and 2 flight path was such a good breakdown. I yeah. really, really liked yes. that. Because yeah. they didn't get into the nitty-gritty of what uh, like what kind of gravity throw was going to be enacted on each planet as it passed. And yeah. it didn't it didn't get into the, the nitty-gritty mathematics and stuff. Yeah, that would have been way it. too much. Would have taken like, me out of it, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I would have, I, yeah, I would have questioned it all. Not out of that I don't believe it, but that like, I, I want to know more and there's just simply no way for me to know more. Right. This documentary would have been over my head, but that graphic, uh, showing like launch date, speed, time, uh, route and trajectory was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. It was a real, a real help in it. It made it feel, a l- well, it was definitely made it feel more understanding and mm-hmm. more understandable. More palatable as they say. Yeah. More palatable. Um, <laughs> But it it put into perspective how big of a mission this really was. Because like you said, there was an alignment happening that wasn't going to happen for the next yeah. century or more. Yeah. And the fact that we look at this in a retrospective changes everything. Because being in the control room, like Mitch said, like you see these things happening for the first time. And like some of these uh, scientists said that, nobody had ever seen what they were seeing before that there wasn't any way for the mass media to just tweet this out there was no internet there was no youtube so if you weren't in that room watching that small dot of light expand in your screen and then become a planet for your viewing uh based on like real time uh like real time transmission of what voyager one or two, either one, because they both took pictures. I think mostly of Jupiter, though, because then Voyager 1, straight shot, mm-hmm. basically out of our solar system. 
Voyager 2 was the one that carried on the grand tour and took pictures of all the planets. They kind of weren't specific about that in the documentary, but that that scale and the enormity of the mission in in total, that graphic was a huge help sure. to show. Well, and you can just tell how much, you know, it meant to these people that worked on uh, on this project because li- like literally some of them got emotional on camera like yeah like that that is a huge thing and you're part of a very small very uh, exclusive club yeah um again like you said you know with spacex now we all see the launches we can log on they live stream it on youtube we can all be there for that right mm-hmm. um whereas this was a small group i mean a large group but mm-hmm. Compared to the world. Compared to the world. A (laughs) small group of people. And like, of, yeah, of like the group of humanity that is seeing things for the first time. Yeah. Um, Like, imagine being the the person that, you know, sees the, for the first time, that shot of of Jupiter come up on the screen. You're like, holy shit, I just saw something that nobody else in the world has seen. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's a crazy thought. And that's a, that would be a crazy feeling. Yeah. That one woman, I can't remember her name. Uh, Liz something who witnessed the first uh, the geyser like, yeah the gaseous yeah. geyser oh yeah that was there after hours Saturn. or something yeah. like everyone went mm-hmm. home and she yeah. was just hanging out she just enjoyed her time there so she stays behind most nights and she sees that that geyser that plume or arc of plasma and gas emit from Saturn she was thinking that it was some other kind of like body behind it and it yeah. was just rising into their field of view but it turned out to be the geyser and that was something that nobody had ever witnessed before yeah wow (laughs) yeah that is that is something else that would be like being the guy up in the crow's nest on vespucci's ship as they're approaching north america and he shouts out land yeah Yeah. like that is that is a perspective that almost nobody else can experience sure and the fact that and this is a strange one it's a little bit morbid but the fact that most of these people on the team are still alive that is special yeah that's pretty wild man absolutely yeah unfortunately the, uh, one of the the people is carl sagan who is not uh yeah. around anymore like he wasn't super instrumental to the voyage no. though. like he played a big part in a little part of the actual craft the sure and records yeah but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would be nice. I know what you mean. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, like he, he was in, he was in the control room as well because he was the one who yeah. suggested that they they turn the camera around once it was leaving um, Neptune mm-hmm. uh, and take a picture of kind of everything together. Yeah, yeah. but I always thought, and I didn't I didn't know this about uh, the pale blue dot photo, mm-hmm. but I always thought that that was on purpose. I thought that that was specifically sought after to gain that perspective. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy that it, it wasn't. It was just an accident that they didn't actually, on purpose, take a picture of Earth because they have a picture of everything else. Yeah. Right. They don't. They didn't have a picture of Earth, but in like the what is that called? Um, the raw hind- image hindsight oh. <laughs> uh, of looking back through your photos and finding Earth in one of them. That this little speck in a sunbeam that maybe is a better way to look at it all because uh, turning around taking a picture of earth it it kind of was done already Mm -hmm. like there were pictures from the surface of the moon of earth those are wild Mm -hmm. and it's a really 
excellent perspective, but to to have forgotten on a mission of this magnitude and then later be able to discover that you did actually get the picture, but it wasn't on purpose. And coming from the planet in which this mission originated from, not having that perfect picture and being reduced as an entire civilization and the history of a planet to that single dot, that maybe makes that picture more emotional. So the picture of Earth was on purpose. They just didn't think they caught it. So they turned the camera around. They wanted a picture of all the planets, kind of like a, a family group. But then when they looked at it, they said, oh, we missed Earth. Yeah. But then they found it in the sunbeam. Okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, thought that they had turned the camera around for each planet as they were passing it and got those pictures, but they neglected to do that with Earth. No, no. So they didn't turn it around until after leaving Neptune. Oh, they turned okay. around to get a picture kind of of everything. Okay, like a yeah. group photo. Yeah. They just didn't think that they actually... Yeah, so Earth. they're looking through and they're like, they oh, we, we don't see Earth. But then um, that woman found it in the sun uh, sunbeam. Oh, Because okay. she, she was wiping off dust off the picture. And it wouldn't go. And yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, what's that white speck? And uh, she looked and, yeah, that was Earth. And, like, just through calculations, she figured yeah. out, I see. Yeah. I misinterpreted that yeah. story. Okay. Well, that makes it a little less important, but... But but still cool. Like yeah, definitely. And the fact that like and and I think Carl Sagan like at the very end of the documentary kind of summed it up the best. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, look, like this shows our planet in the sunbeam. Like everybody that you've ever known and ever will know and has ever existed is there. Mm-hmm. Comes from there. Like that. Like that is it. It's a cool thing to think about. Like." It's a tough thing to wrap your head around while sure. sitting here down on the planet. Right. Because there's no way that we could actually feel that perspective. That picture is really all we have. Yeah. That picture is simply a representation of what something else kind of, yeah. in a way, experienced as Voyager 1. But, and, Voyager I, and I think I that's something that, you know, people growing up need to hear. Like, you know, we can talk about war uh and you know people not getting along like literally we're all just on this tiny little speck together like yeah fucking grow See, up that's interesting yeah. that you brought up the topic of war because in all like the video or like the film that they have yeah. in the pictures i was like why didn't they have a picture of the atom bomb going off or like a nuke going off just to be like hey aliens we can make all this cool shit, but we can also destroy all oh, this cool shit. For sure. Well, and I, that's a more yeah. true representation of humanity than like, hey, check out how awesome we are. Yeah. We're super nice people. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like That would have been funny, but there's no way they would have done that. It's a little bit of a false representation, but it's it's us putting our best foot forward to somebody, someone, some group that might uh, mm see it right i guess yeah it'd be like going to a dinner party and fighting the host like yeah. fist fighting him to death and you'd be like look what i can do that is like, a very human thing to do though i'm a yeah. nice guy but i could beat the shit out of you yeah. you're like nah, you don't have That's to how like, you show me Enter every yeah. <laughs> he just entered the room. He's like, "Who wants to fight?" Wait, me? I think that's how duels were created. Like, hey man, mm. like, no, we must <laughs> duel now. Like, wait, why does someone have to die? Yeah. But yeah, as a as a team of scientists collaborating to make a, a collage of images that represent Earth the best, I don't think those scientists went into this 
project uh, trying to represent Earth on a balancing scale, I think that Tyler's yeah. right. They probably yeah, had yeah, the best yeah, of intentions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, well, for my sense of humor. Yeah. But, and it's blow like, it um, like they said, not blow the it up, just like check out what we can do. Like, we've gone through a couple of wars and we're maybe arguably inherently pretty oh, fucked up. But now in the future, when we get to talk to these aliens, we can be like, so we told you this and this, and you listened to some music and heard the whales, but. Yeah. Check out this. Yeah. We um, went through some shit to get to where we are now. Yeah, and like they said in the documentary, like you can't represent Earth with a thousand pictures. Yeah. You, you just can't. No. Like there's so much um involved in this. Yeah. Like even if they did it today, those thousand pictures would be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, just the technology change between the seventies and today is is mind-boggling mm-hmm. um do you th- still think if the voyager went up today they'd put chuck berry no music i'm now why do you say no christian what I, happened to what, chuck berry after learning more about chuck berry i'm shocked that they put chuck berry in in the 70s guys he was a great <laughs> musician and john lennon loved him they were both two great men that would did great things for humanity they sometimes did it together i mean uh, it is it, it's it's groundbreaking music like it is technically yeah yeah um, so anyone so in I that underst- field, though, man, like anyone that like, especially but, entertainment that like revolutionized something, yeah. at a time they were like, oh, then you got weird and you well, did some weird shit. So like Mitch and I were talking before we started recording today. Like I get why Chuck Berry uh, was included. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's like us. Like so for those who don't know, and I didn't know until today. Like, Chuck Berry spent a year and a half in jail for sleeping with a 14-year-old girl. Like, that's like, you know, I don't think Chuck Berry was ever vilified or or made to be the the bad guy that, say, someone like Bill Cosby is. But, Mm. like, to me, that feels like us putting, like, sending someone like, ah, you know what, like... We sh- we need to represent comedy. Let's put Bill Cosby on there, knowing what we know about him today. Yeah. Like, and this was like almost a de- well, more than a decade after he was sent to jail for that. Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it. It's I didn't wh- know that story. I just know that Vice did a funny story about him. Like, there's a, a tape allegedly of Chuck Berry like peeing on some girl. Yeah. And then the girl going to kiss him, and then he's like, Ew, "Get away from me! You got piss all over you." Wow. Um, (laughs) It's like, holy shit. Um, But yeah, so that's crazy. Like, so now talking about music, this documentary, like for, for the subject matter, have the best soundtrack. I think I've enjoyed in any documentary that we've watched so far. Yeah. So that's 50 plus documentaries. Yeah. Um, We've watched music documentaries. I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, (laughs) but. And a terrible soundtrack. um, Yeah. But yeah, like just, you know, yeah. for anything from like the classical music that it that it played, um, I assume all of them were snippets of stuff that's on the golden record that's on Do Voyager. You mean the soundtrack yeah. is uh, snippets of what is on the record. Is it full songs or just? Yep, they're full songs yeah. on the records. Um, but, but stuff that like, played in the documentary is stuff that's on the golden record. No, no, not some all? of it is, yeah. some of it's not. Like, oh uh, yeah, because there's Pink Floyd is yeah. not no. on the record. Like, so that's what I was going to say earlier: is that why the fuck do they have such a cognizance of their age and they choose Chuck Berry and they don't choose Pink Floyd? That's so strange to me. 
but I think just for what it is, Chuck Berry was just more. I, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but like I, I think you know, being a uh, an African American man and like someone who like the the father of ro- modern rock and roll. Hmm. Essentially, is is basically why he was included on there, I guess. But like the father of some other ideologies, definitely do not have the best representation of those ideologies For sure. nowadays. Yeah, because we've just worked off of their shoulders and we've gotten better. Like we wouldn't send up uh, like basic Newtonian physics. Yeah, now. like we'd send up the peak of quantum mechanical right. computing. Yeah. So like just because Chuck Berry invented rock and roll in some sense doesn't mean that he's maybe who we should represent all of rock and roll music with. For sure. And, and hey, you know what? Maybe but either a, way. Yeah. Maybe it's as simple as the guy that was curating the, the list for it was a big Chuck Berry fan and, yeah. and thought that was the best representation of, of modern rock. Yeah, for um, sure. But the soundtrack to this documentary yeah, was, was surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. like I, it was. Amazing. I found myself yeah, when like, Pink Floyd pick kicked in. I was like, "Oh yeah. hell, yes!" I, I found myself just yeah, like very much enjoying it. Like, whereas, you know, I can't go back other than their Nirvana doc because obviously Nirvana's music was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but any other doc that we've watched, I can't go back and say. Hey, yeah, this music kind of like really hit me, and mm-hmm. as I'm watching, I'm like, okay, yeah, I like this. I'm trying to think though. Have we watched a documentary that like the sound track would play like a key part like that? But but I mean, it I didn't really it, have to play a key part in this, right? Right? It like, didn't. But like most uh, stuff about space that you watch, like a. You know, if you watch something on Discovery Channel about, uh, and, and I know TV is different than Yeah, that's film. weird because like if it sucks, you're going to be like, man, this sucks. And if it's good, you don't even really recognize it. So you're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But then if it's mm-hmm. outstanding and then it's like, well, wait a sec. But I can't, yeah, like again, out of the 50 plus documentaries that we've we've covered so far, I can't go back and say, hey, yeah, like, you know, I was watching this and the music was just like, wow, it, it, it kind of really hit me. They Shall Not Grow Old was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was thinking that. Because that one specifically uh, had the sound engineer and editor talk about, not in the documentary, but uh, tertiarily. Uh, Mitch and I had found a little snippet of him talking about the sound production of... Sure, So and, I, and I'm not talking about sound production. Just like full like, sound soundtrack like, like your viewing just the choice like, of the songs and yeah yeah music yeah uh, music is is man that tree doc that we watch had a banger soundtrack yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah like just that was sarcasm just as oh, far okay, as the yeah. music goes like i i'm not any kind of sound production because yeah um we shall not grow old takes that uh award uh 100 out of everything we've watched um but this like just as far as the soundtrack musical soundtrack yeah it was right. the best. Uh, Say soundtrack covered. one more time. I Sound mean, pretty track. high budget too, though. Like yeah, like yeah. When King Floyd, Pink Floyd, <laughs> Kinky Floyd. Yeah, when she kicked in, I was like, "Oh man, they got a budget." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they don't throw that shit around for cheap. Because this was done by um, PBS and BBC Storyville, which mm-hmm. surprisingly enough also did uh, Rafaela Solar Mama. Right. Same man. production from BBC. God. Yeah. 
like, we got to get a big BBC poster or something. <laughs> like, I think I think we just need to start watching more Irish documentaries because um, that's two uh, home runs. Right I'm now. down to watch a pro IRA. I'm down to see how they spin that one. <laughs> <laughs> we just um, lost all of our viewership yeah. in Ireland. Huh, I'm you just, know what? I'm, was, I'm, look, I'm sorry. I was looking at our stats the other day. We don't actually have a, an Irish listener. Yeah. Oh, fuck you guys then. <laughs> God damn it. A bunch um, of potatoes. A bunch of potatoes <laughs> yeah. up there. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, just everything about this, like, you know, I, I can't say anything that I didn't like about it. Yeah. I, um, I 100% agree. This was right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we didn't have to watch something about Journey. I mean, fine. I like music enough, but like, yeah. I Damn. prefer this kind of Journey. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I, I am good for nothing except play on words. Yeah. <laughs> but like, fuck like, and, you. And yeah, and like, we might not be the biggest Journey fans, but I think, you know, not having watched that. I would still like to watch because I think it's probably yeah. a great story. Yeah, it's in the bin. It's in the jar. But I, journey I, to go down. I don't. Oh my God. I do not regret not watching that in exchange for for this one. No one. Yeah, I didn't know much about no. this. And like again, yeah, I, I I've heard of the Voyager mission. Um, I kind of like a precursory knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just seeing like everything that went into this, like, mm-hmm. and so kind of talking about storytelling i know that the or the voyager mission was a success and it went mm-hmm. but e- like when they said oh like we started getting alarm bells and stuff like that, i'm like yeah oh shit what happened <laughs> i full well know that everything was okay yeah but it, like i literally kind of like perked up when yeah. i was watching this morning was oh like, no she's gonna be all right i was like oh what happened oh d- do i not know this story yeah and like yeah i didn't that, know that that takes a lot for someone who knows the gist of the story, yeah, to to still keep that suspense, yeah. So that's great storytelling, yeah. Like, so yeah, I felt the same way because yeah. I, I feel like I know like quite a bit about Voyager, yeah. But well, so I, I didn't know that. So Christian, when I got here to to record today, broke out this uh, package. Yes, that um, is it like a Voyager. Um, I don't want to call it an info pack because it's nice. It's a collectible. Yeah, it's, item. it's a box set of the actual, not the actual recordings, but uh, of three vinyls that have all of the audio track that is on the actual Golden Record yeah. records because there were there were two, one for each craft. Right. And uh, yeah, so this has three three LPs with all of the audio yeah. that would be included. And it has a short book, essentially, of all the photos that were transposed into audio bit right. uh, information that were then put onto that record as well so that they can be converted back into images. Sure. And you'll get to see, I think it's a, th- it's a thousand pictures yeah. that um, were so. sent up in the form of audio. But this is essentially, this is a 40th anniversary uh, box set of those records and and it is very cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember when he first showed me, and yeah. I was like, whoa, this is fucking cool, because I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. It's and from cool. an uh, Australian record company called Ozma. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, That's cool, mate. The, the 40th anniversary. The and kangaroos pressed it. <laughs> now we're going to move into the Thai Sai section portion mm-hmm. of this podcast. Okay. I feel like I wanted so, to talk about something, but now go, yeah. Bill Nye. <laughs> so, like, just, like, watching it, like, again, I love 
I've I've been watching on Disney Plus like UFO stories of Europe uh, just recently. Oh, wow. Getting really specific. Yeah, we got like but, Nazi aliens. No, or how crazy we got. No, it's just, oh, just like UFO reports that have happened in Europe over time. But anyways, I love everything like I was fucking in so UFO uh, related. Mm. And while watching this, I'm just saying and every time they talk about you know the fact that some other civilization might get this, I'm like. Yep. Oh fuck! What would that be like? Like, oh. or or will they just blow it out of the space, like out of oh. out of the sky or space, whatever it is? Like, instead of uh, of realizing what uh, what it is, yeah, will yeah. they just explode it and, and not have that moment? Or like, I wish, you know. So just reading up on Voyager today, it's supposed to, like the battery is going to die uh, in twenty twenty five. We'll no longer get transmissions, uh-huh. um, and I at that point it won't be. Anywhere near close enough for anyone else to to um, interact with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so like that that kind of makes me really sad because I want to to know what happened. I mean, it's going to be well beyond my lifetime that it gets to a point in space where where it would ha- even have the chance to to meet up with another civilization. I want to know. Or I, for I, us to recover it. Yeah. Because yeah. I guarantee you, if we make it that far in the future, that will be one of our missions is to not not potentially affect its trajectory or its course as it's been set now, but to at least go and make contact with it again, maybe replenish its battery, update it, but not, not reduce its velocity anyway. Yeah. And then just allow it to carry on with another thousand year battery life. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, just for us to go out and retrieve a piece of our own history, it's like being an archaeologist sure. in the cosmos. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy. But, yeah, just, like, the way, like, my brain works, I, I just, like, imagine, like, what that, like, interaction is going to be like. When mm. I'm a firm believer that, you know, we can't be the only statistical <laughs> anomaly yeah. of, of life being somewhere yeah as carl sagan would say it'd be an awful waste of space sure yeah yeah um so here's a crazy thought since you were talking about the alien encounter i was talking to christian last night when we were watching this and i was like man what would be way fucking crazier for humanity one to have contact with alien like the, the alien life form find this thing or voyager finds a different type of voyager thing that some civilization from earth that we have no fucking idea about sent this thing out there before yeah. us before us yeah so like that would be like so crazy there's like so many anti-ancient aliens like ancient humans but somehow yeah, but ancient aliens you'd be like damn maybe he's right because like holy shit but, and, th- and there's so many ways to think about this right like sure yeah like what if you know there's like like sci-fi as we see it now, like there's yeah. a there's a spaceship out there with another civilization, and yeah. they they pick this up and and somehow retrieve it, mm. play the message, Man. you know, aliens, you know. What do you think we aliens have, exactly. first podcast are going to listen to? <laughs> Not but, this one. But we have no idea what Rogan. what they're like, right? Like, yeah. not everyone or not every species will evolve like we evolved yeah of um you know they may not have eyes they may not have ears like oh, you know obviously everything every living being has some form of a brain or jellyfish yeah um, but i mean they still like they're I, yeah 
they're not exactly no. intelligent. I wouldn't no. have included them on. Man, how crazy on would Earth. a jellyfish yeah. look like in like an astronaut suit? Because he mm-hmm. could like walk around on Earth. But um, holy shit, he'd be look like Brain, like from <laughs> fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It would look like he was in a water balloon. That Just would look so cool. Willing it this direction and that. Yeah, oh, man. Like, that so, is what's cool about space. It's like underwater, like the ocean. They like there's just so much yeah. unknown that you're like, fuck, man, it could but, be like this. So, yeah. so there's that thinking of it. But then there's another thing like, what if space is just like multiple dimensions and like there are kind of like a version oh, of Jesus. us somewhere else in another solar system. Yeah, that would and, blow and people's like fucking minds. They've sent too. one this way, like you said, and we've sent one, and they just cross and eventually they get to their destination. Um, at the same time, like, like everything is, mirrors each other. Like that is the sad, like the multi-dimensional thing is interesting, but that's the sad part about the real hard science of Voyager. We'll 1 never know right now. Is that <laughs> yeah. exactly? Its batteries will die. It won't have a way to transmit any kind of signal, yeah. which means that likely, unless you have really, really uh, fine radar detection for interstellar travel in space, this isn't going to be an emitting body of matter anymore in space this will yeah. be no different than a rock because yeah. now yeah. it's emitting radio signals which is a kind of like photonic radiation easily detectable even by humans in this age and in 1977 yeah we can pick up that kind right. of information but we can't pick up nothing yeah it, you'd have to physically see it either blocking out a stream of light that you were previously uh, investigating or you'd have to like somehow have a, like a magneton field where you can detect things that are close to you based on a, their like their ferocity. Yeah. Now it just smashes so into it, some alien uh, ship. That's what you said last night too. You're like so like how do aliens pick it up if they come across it? Like it's going 33,000 kilometers an hour. And yeah. I was envisioning that it just hits the front windshield of their Damn. spaceship like a space bugs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a like a bird hitting yeah. an airline. But so like, so they included kind of like a our GPS location, if you will, yeah, uh, for Earth and where we're located uh, according to different pulsars. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one pulsar in particular, I yeah. Guess. Um, so I mean, like, if if it does reach some civilization that is way further advanced than us like they may have the ability to like beam a signal uh, our way that we can receive yeah and say that would be say hey we we got your message yeah like how like i i wish i could be alive we heard about chuck berry (laughs) that that, that was uh steve martin yeah send more chuck berry yeah (laughs) fuck that was funny um so just talking about like different dimensions like so say there's like exact copy of us um, out there and they've sent the same thing I was I was talking to Mitch today like there's a, a band called Buck Cherry and oh. I, was, I was like wait <laughs> yep. did they just like take Chuck Berry's name and just like switch the first letters of each that's not yeah. true that's that's not what oh it's how not they actually got, how no. they that's such a better story they, yeah. they got their name from a friend of theirs who is a drag queen named Buck oh. Cherry <laughs> okay but, oh. but I was just like yeah, so they send this like same way cooler satellite. Our, yeah, I know, yeah, right? The other way. They, they send a satellite our way, and Buck Cherry is like, what, what's their song like? Uh, I forget something. 
I don't bitch. think it I don't matters. Know. I don't know. <laughs> but I know like what matters. The, like they're one right big now, song. But I don't. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. Um, and we maybe put, it's about their friend. Yeah, we that put song. We put the record on it, and Buck Cherry just plays like. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Like, yeah. I did not expect that. It's like the poppiest shit that, and like just something that you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. In a in a serious way, they had touched on uh, transmissions that had been beamed out and back. And it reminded me, and this reminds me too of uh, the movie Contact yeah. with Jodie Foster, that they receive transmissions from the planet uh, Vega. And it turns out that it's the first transmission powerful enough to leave the solar system and travel through, right. through space powerfully enough to maintain its integrity. And turns out it was the Olympic opening address in 1933, I think, uh, from Hitler's Germany. And when they got that back, they were like, okay, so <laughs> the first message out into space was sent back to us, and uh, turns out they like Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, Oopsie. So, and, and I don't know, because they said uh, in the document, like, really, the only, like, the first um, signal that, that, like, someone from space could have picked up on has only been what? Like, they said what? 60 years 50 60 years yeah they're in about yeah and yeah. so this doc like was done in 2017 home. so yeah like i love lucy like episodes mm. Jesus um, Christ. something like that yeah that's a shame we come for lucy <laughs> <laughs> there in the news recently has been a development with proxima centauri that is the closest star to earth's soul and there have been strange radio signals coming from Proxima yeah. Centauri, and Whoa. they've just started up again. Yeah. So and see, the that's fuck? that's the shit. Like, I would, that's if there was a whole channel, oh. like what Discovery Channel used to be, mm. <laughs> if there was a whole channel that just like talked about this, right? And I know like there's the Space Channel, but they play. That's like science. Fiction so, yeah, they play yeah. All, but I, but I feel like they were like Discovery at one point. Like mm-hmm. It was all like educational mm-hmm. and and factual. Yeah, when we were younger, those channels were wicked. Yeah. Um, now like the the garbage that's on Discovery yeah. Channel, Naked and Afraid. <laughs> we're gonna go catch some fishes. Yeah, like like I wish there was a channel that just talked about this stuff because you know it would be the only channel I watched. Mm. Because I, I find this You can probably find some YouTube channels, but you might yeah. be like, oh, these people are crazy. Lizard it's, people. Yeah, it's really hard to sift through yeah. that stuff because we're not experts and we're just hoping right. they're yeah. giving us good info. But Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it would be cool if NASA had a little YouTube channel. I, I think NASA it, does have a YouTube channel. Like, but but do shit like you're saying, like I think documentary Yeah, I think it's a stuff, lot more like scientific. Like It is. Yeah, stuff, it would make sense. Stuff that might go over my head and be like, yeah. I would get... Not bored, or but I would get overwhelmed by it, right? Yeah, yeah it's mission updates yeah. and uh, future projects and ongoings. Yeah. But the speculative comment science. section, and that's probably hilarious. Yeah. Um, the speculative side of yeah. peak science, though, is is the most interesting. Sure, mm-hmm. I mean that was the essence of Carl Sagan's show Cosmos, which has been redone now by DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah. But that that is more or less the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like. Throughout the doc, like they, they routinely say, like this is a a project or a mission that will only ever happen once it for ha- the first time. Yeah. It, well, mm. no, they say like nothing like this will ever happen again. I mean, they well, I mean, can't possibly yeah. say that, right? Not but, with any kind of accuracy. <laughs> but but that's what I'm just saying. Like, but why? Like, 
why are we not trying to send like I understand like that was perfect conditions to slingshot off the planet's gravitational um, pulls, but like with the technology we have now, like man, I, I wish there was like, and it, you know it's really disappointing that there's not more manned space missions. Uh, mm-hmm. I know like they're talking about Mars like coming up and stuff like that. Yeah, twenty twenty six. Yeah, um, but Jesus. the fact like at the end of the documentary, like there's some um, blurbs like I know. Uh, in 2022, uh, the European Space Federation um, or Space Agency is is planning on doing a, a mission to Jupiter, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, some further, but like... In another way, like the Russian yeah. space program, they have just received a lot of data back from their Venus missions. Yeah. And they're working on the interior planets, the first yeah. two, Mercury When did they Venus. send those? Uh, probably like mid nineties. Oh, really? Early two oh. thousands. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I don't cool. recall, but it, it was it was quite a while ago. That would yeah. be an interesting story to see how they put them bad boys together. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah, like I wish like with with the technology we have now, if we could find a way to get, you know, yeah. these probes moving faster, so we could get you know out to to what where Voyager the, got what, what, quicker. What was the idea with Elon Musk shooting that car into space? It was just just to show he could spending money. Yeah. yeah. Check out I can do this. I mean in some way it definitely piqued people's interest in showing them how it was, so was there any like could, yeah. data on or any devices on it to collect data so or it was just like it, we're going to shoot this cannonball in just no, to see. So I watched a, a documentary on this on Disney Plus like Nat Geo ha- does have wow, some that real- is really all you watch. It okay. no, it does have some really cool uh, No, that's cool. Program. I'm just I felt like working um, on you for a second. But yeah, so like basically that launch was to prove that he could launch something up and have it come back down and land again. Oh, okay. So, so he thought he would just And then because okay. he was the first person to do that, like, hey, l- let me put my stamp on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going yeah. I'm going to put a Tesla and uh, okay. and he had to he wanted to make sure that it could carry a payload up. Oh, okay. Release the payload and come back and, down. And come back down. Oh, okay. And so what better payload let, let's put a yeah. Tesla up there. It kind of puts his it's fucking great marketing for him. I Man, that would have been great if Amazon yeah. got in there and took out the car and put in like a little Amazon box. And then when he shoots it but, out, it's just a giant Amazon yeah. logo. And, like, <laughs> and I, Jeffrey wins again. I don't think, I think Elon Musk is a probably a pretty bad dude. Like he's not a nice guy. Um, oh, yeah. I would oh, like, he seems pretty like, cool. But I wish. He seems ruthless. Yeah, I wish these. Yeah, he's these, smart. Fuck it. He knows how. Common people are dumb. Fuck them. I wish these like trillion dollar companies, yeah, would would put more like funding into like because it's funny you should say that because we were all yeah. talking about that last night. It's, it's expensive. Like that's why they haven't been doing like shuttle missions anymore because it's so fucking expensive. Like yeah, it's like buying a car, driving it once and tossing it in the garbage. Like yeah. that. That's what like yeah. SpaceX and having that uh, that landing um, booster. Um, that's what that's saving. Like it's they're saving a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is funny that using it. Um, the private sector in space has done things way different than NASA. Is when like when you have an organization that just has somewhat of an unlimited budget, the way you go oh, about doing things is just like fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. But then if you're a private sector that kind of has your limitations with money, they're like we still need to get to where NASA is, but we have like. 10 cents to their dollar and then nasa looks at the way that you did it and was like how the fuck did but, you do that but and that's the thing like I, nasa doesn't have 
unlimited funding. I know, but I'm just saying at yeah. the time. Yeah. And like where NASA developed things. Yeah. If like there's no way a private company well, or like it would have to been some like Sultan dude. Yeah, like the Mercury missions like almost never went like with yeah. John Glenn because, you know, they they kept like fucking up basically yeah. like. Um, yeah, you need to show results yeah. with government stuff for well, sure. So basically, Eisenhower was the one who who uh, greenlit it, and then Kennedy came into um, power, uh-huh. and they had to like convince Kennedy to keep it going. And you know Kennedy was the the president that uh, was in power when they touched down on the or walked on the moon, right? Uh, no, yeah. he was in a casket by then. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I think he yeah. Got shot okay, sixty four, sixty seven. Because he said in the sixties, sixty nine, it happened. I think he uh, said in like sixty or sixty one. By the end of the decade, there's going to be a man right. on the moon, and okay. then at that time they didn't have a plan. But, but he's the one who funded the like he was yeah the one who yeah started yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Which is funny you should say that, that he wasn't sold on the Mercury mission. And then his public image is like, I love space. Yeah. Well, we need to do this. They they convinced him. Like, they, they, so again, this show, The Right Stuff, like, shows like the marketing that went into like getting people on board with, with the Mercury mission, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, Life magazine uh, paid for the exclusive rights to all the astronauts, and like, nobody else could write about the astronauts. And, and life had, uh, wow. and wow, basically, Life magazine made them like overnight celebrities. Nobody cared about astronauts before that, and Life That's came so in and crazy. Well, and then really, astronauts weren't really a thing, right? Like, yeah, they were thinking of of making astronauts, you know, like scientists and all the stuff, like like they are now. Like you have different, like, yeah, like specialty astronauts back then were just all test pilots. Like yeah, military guy, guys dudes. that had the balls to go up in something that might explode. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. It's an interesting perspective to talk about when the real manned and sort of unmanned space program yeah. uh, incepted. And then when Voyager made its last big breakthrough, kind of literally when it left stellar space yeah. and entered interstellar space it mm-hmm. left the bubble of our little solar yeah. system it, our earthly story seems so insignificant in comparison oh, yeah, man. oh fuck yeah well i was gonna follow it up with that yeah. um like the president was black it was barack obama at that time like that's a really big step forward mm-hmm. from when we first started sending shit into space and yeah, they killed uh, like that the guy a couple of years existed, after. Quantum computers have been developed, yeah. and since Voyager has been out zooming along through our solar system and beyond now, so much has changed. But with yeah. Voyager, the goal and the essence and the soul of what Voyager was has not diminished at all. It is as intact as that golden record is. Right. The the purity behind the motivations to send something like Voyager out into space and to include with it plaques made of mm-hmm. solid gold through because it's chemically inert. The the science made it so uh, far that it dipped its toes from science into art. Yeah. That is the most reverse human thing I can think of in that typically humans have lived basic uh, survival styles and modes since the beginning, but that wasn't really conscious. What first was made conscious of us was art. That was what really broke boundaries with humans. And then it was art, 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 and then eventually we discovered 
science and the methods thereof. Mm -hmm. And then it was just pure science. Science so hard and so accurate to the way the natural world and cosmos and universe exists that it swayed back like a pendulum and it pierced that sphere of art and that's once why again. that's why it's sad that they wanted to censor the image oh, that you're just the, like that was one of my favorite parts of this oh, whole documentary I, I, that's one of the only things i really knew about this because i remember seeing something where like they were talking about so and that and that was before voyager that was like when they sent out the first plaque with the uh, the human form on yeah. it. Yeah. So that was before Voyager, but people criticized NASA <laughs> for Christ. for putting "quote unquote" smut into space. Oh, like what like, good images? But that, like, that's but just that's humans, sad. man. Because that happens so much. Like, what, would people look at Michelangelo or Da Vinci's drawings? Not Michelangelo. Da Vinci's drawings of of human form and say, "Oh, that's smut." Yeah, some did. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Dude, the painter Caravaggio, which is yeah. like, I always talk to Christian about this dude. of like, this guy was fucking crazy. And his paintings, like, still to this day, they kind of look like photos. And they were done in, like, 16-something. So he did one where it was, like, baby Jesus and Virgin Mary. And the model for Virgin Mary was a prostitute. And she's naked. And it's naked baby Jesus. And they were like, yo, man, like, what the fuck? This and then is like, so good, but like maybe yeah. less nudity. Yeah, they're like, what? The f who gives a fuck? But it was but such high quality that you just you couldn't ignore yeah. it. Yeah, and it's not like we were sending like a copy of like Penthouse or Playboy into space. Mm -hmm. Like, it was literally just like. Yeah, what are they an, supposed an, to have on fucking Levi yeah, jeans? An anatomical representation of the human body. The, do you like, think they'd the, be able? Do you think they would do that same shape now, or it would just be like somehow we have to do all shapes of humans? It would definitely be less detailed, I think. That I was because it's clearly like Adam and Eve, but it's like clearly yeah. two white people. Yeah, I was thinking that too, and I was just gonna say that yeah. nowadays you would find controversy not over the nudity, but over the types of humans that you've chosen to use as representation. There would still be controversy over the nudity, but humans. yeah, no, more that. No fucking way. You know who would get controversial over that shit is just white. American religious nutters. Who do you think are the people that got over upset about it in the first place? Exactly. The same and that's ones. why I'm not giving yeah. it too much weight. That, yeah. that cup is a shallow one. But I think that the controversy yeah. now, if you were to do this all over again, would be simply what the people should look like. Because the people that they did choose, like Mitch said, like those are wasps through and through. <laughs> like there's no other way to look at those people other than like that they are those are white people uh -huh. like they just they don't have the anatomical features of uh like some someone like central uh heritage africa different kinds of looking people but sure. not in their silhouette and that's where i was going with this is that you would just have less detail yeah that you would still have like a naked man and woman but there yeah. would likely be no hair there would be no eyes or no like nose or mouth mm -hmm. it would just be the outline of the shape of a human right that's it, male and female. And I think that's all that's needed. Like, yeah, like the crime scene. Like, yeah, blackout. exactly. Yeah, yep, that, that is. But yeah. you, you'd still want to show, like, the anatomical. Um, yeah. And then are, th that is with the pictures because, yeah. like, you'd be able to see that, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this right. is what they're trying to represent here. Yeah, right. exactly. So, so in the actual uh, image cache of uh, the transcribed images on Voyager, there is a diagram of the human reproduction system and right. uh, like embryos and sperm oh, and eggs yeah. and stuff. But mm. th like the actual genital or reproductive organ diagrams are not yeah. um, 
ethnic specific. Sure. <laughs> all I think pretty much all penises look the same. All vaginas look the same. Yeah. In, in terms of scientific breakdowns. Yeah. So that's yeah that that's been good weird <laughs> that the images that were like included sure. on the actual record aren't uh, race specific. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh man, like I. I can't say enough good stuff about this. Like, it's such an interesting topic, and yeah, it is. the production value of this uh, doc was was done so well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just everything. So, uh, Emer, if you're listening, uh, home run. The furthest. Yeah, fan, yeah fantastic documentary. I, I'm so glad to have gotten to watch this one, because it yes. was it was well done and the the content was just supreme. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, keep making more space documentaries because I'll watch them all. <laughs> Just for Tyler. But I don't yes. think it's going anywhere, so I think you're good. Ty and his sigh. Thai yeah, sigh. Can you so. eat Thai food when you <laughs> talk about Thai sigh? Always. A Thai sigh here. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch anything space-related anytime. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think this is our first space documentary yes that we've yeah, seen. i think so like, oh, we've oh, done some oh, what yeah. i don't yeah. think we've watched yeah. one we've done on some tec- technology stuff but uh yeah. I mean, yeah, this is technology. our first uh first space uh first time leaving spaceship earth man <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah so that one episode was kind of spacey yeah. no but this <laughs> is yeah and i think uh i think this was the the perfect one to to start her yeah, it would have been sad if the first space doc was the Challenger. <laughs> like, oh man! I actually started yeah. to watch the uh, the Challenger docu series on Netflix. Yeah, I got Uh-oh. just the first episode, but yes, yeah? it's, it's also really good. What yeah. happened? Um, nothing good. It blows yeah. up. Oh man! Spoiler. Yeah, I don't have to watch it now. But Aww. that was funny when they brought that up in yeah. uh, in this documentary. They were, yeah. they were going along everything was chugging great with mm-hmm. their plans and then getting ready for a press conference and yeah then yeah they were all outside watching yeah. this and then uh, all of a sudden craft oh yeah no, and and again like as as people involved in i, I want to say the space industry i guess it's, sure yeah but involved in that that field yeah like fuck that would that's it's just such crushing. high highs and such yeah. low lows yeah like, mm. yay. Because they're Aww. sitting looking at uh, getting ready to go out and, and update uh, the press yeah. and about their their best, you know, um, accomplishments. And then all of a sudden, like, the worst thing that can happen happens. And yeah. you're just like, oh, shit, this is not the time for us to come out and say yeah. all the great things that, that Voyager's doing. Mm. Yeah. Like, we, we got to... Yeah, clearly yeah. better than the Challenger mission. That's a good way to put it, though, Mitch, is that it's, like, the highest highs that you could possibly achieve as a species so far right now in this time. And also the lowest lows, because I think the lowest low for the most part is the death of a human. Yeah. In terms of human discovery and achievement and pioneering. Well, you sir are never going to be a government official. <laughs> but that that's a really good perspective because it used to be, like we said, like Vespucci and uh, Columbus, like those guys, yeah, they died all the time, but we don't know the names of the people who didn't make it right but even their lives were probably high highs and low lows no but like in the terms of grand history i don't oh, know yeah. the guy who tried the one attempt before vespucci i know vespucci because he did it yeah but vespucci. the name of 
challenger like that went down in history for other reasons yeah. but you don't get that like us here are making a great podcast but we probably are not at the peak of any kind of human experience but working on the voyager mission or challenger you are at the peak like if you succeed it is the greatest thing so far yeah like flat out it is the greatest thing so far because voyager on its own little record has the record or the status of being the furthest farthest it also holds the record within that sphere of space engineering and discovery of having one of the lowest lows which is a team of some of the smartest people in the world died like months before yeah and you don't get that podcasting or sculpting or making music Maybe making music. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because you could definitely die making some of the best music ever. Like Sid Barrett lost his fucking mind, but <laughs> made some of the best music and it changed the world multiple times. Every time he went up to the mic, pretty much changed the world. But something like Voyager, you you are at the peak of what humans are doing. Like yeah. That's the best material science. It's the best astrophysics. It's the best chemistry and biology. It's the greatest uh, mathematics and arithmetic. But if you lose, it's the greatest loss because it's the loss of one human life or more. Yeah. Which is pretty nuts to think in human history because any other situation like that, I feel like it would have been one army overtaking another army. So no matter what, people are dying. But in this best case scenario, they're like, no, everyone's going to benefit. Everyone benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody loses if we succeed. Damn. But if we lose, everyone loses. And some of us lose a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them lose their lives. What class is this documentary? Again, I'm sorry, Christian. You need that poster because you're the only one that understands this thing. You're like Elron Hubbard trying to sell Scientology (laughs) in the early days. You're like, no, 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 it's just all in my head, man. Listen. (laughs) listen. So I think it's this. It all makes sense. So how you you tell us. Yeah. What's your diagnosis? Christian, Um, Dr. Christian. So we got full-blown Tai Sai and uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll think of something for you. It'll blossom. It'll come. I think this is a hard class three. Because there's no way that we can affect the story of Voyager now. Mm-hmm. It's all a retrospective. Mm-hmm. This is no different than doing something on World War Two. That you yep. just you get to interview guys who were possibly in it or involved with it. Yeah. But in some way, the the content of it is class zero. Because Voyager is out there, and eventually it's not going to have contact, and that's a part of this, and that it's just this object that cannot perceive, and that we cannot perceive it. So it's it's a bit of both, but I would say that, that the actual documentary, like what I saw, mm-hmm. Class 3, for sure, because people involved in it knew that they were involved in the documentary. There was no kind of subterfuge to get true reactions Mm -hmm. you just simply ask them to tell you the story of their actual experience in the control room or in the the manufacturing facility or on the ground watching it Um, because they talked to uh, Gloria Steinem briefly about all the females who were involved in the Voyager mission and that's not about Voyager or making Voyager or anything to do with it that's like she has nothing to do with it so I would say this is a hard class three for sure with some other elements perfect cool. 
So for, for next week, we have... Yes, uh, what have you picked? We have chosen Human Nature. Oh. So about oh. CRISPR gene editing. We yeah, we talked to someone about that at DocFest. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, So it, it screened at uh, DocFest uh, yes. from, uh, I guess I was going to say half a year ago, but geez, it's been more than that now. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think that was oh, last man. summer. When you could not, be not with this past summer, but a foot within a stranger. No, I guess it couldn't have been. It had to have been this year, because we weren't around last March. We were around only in last November. Yeah, so that was early this year, just before yeah. everything. Yeah, really. we've only so we only did a few episodes, right? Yeah, I think we had about ten under our belt. Yeah, if that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, this that was um, that was in March of this year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so the oh yeah, there's the thing right there. Yeah, March sixth yeah. to eighth, twenty twenty. That Perfect. was like just before no, the that was literally like March thirteenth is kind of when everything. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, because my birthday was a month later, and yeah. everything was shut down by then. That's uh, crazy. So, so human nature. Yeah, we'll be back uh, next week with uh, with CRISPR modified human. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. it, I, I have watched this. Uh, oh, you have fairly recently oh okay yeah um would it, superman be proud it's a good doc <sighs> yeah it's sweet okay it's i'm liking this little science superman. trend like yeah got the summit the furthest human yes. nature this is great Wasn't sci you said science yeah yeah the little science trend what's the summit have to do with science uh just the methods of getting up there and getting down the atmospheric conditions of being oh, okay. the second tallest peak yeah okay the ability for humans to survive. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I get it. I mean, it's not a tragic story of war or toil or political it's like strife. I am out. Yeah, <laughs> not interested. Who suffered? <laughs> <laughs> Unless someone's getting exploited, yeah. I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> okay. No, this is a nice little streak. So, yeah, yeah. We will be back with uh, Human Nature next Sick. week. Perfect. Thanks for listening, guys. And... Uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, on socials, uh, three, pod, three Youths Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks for listening.